Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. Uh, how is everybody doing out there in Internet or I guess if you're listening on streaming, streaming land? I <laughs> uh, hope you're all doing good tonight. Uh, I am Papa Spice, as always, and I am flanked by my uh, amazing co-host, uh, Harry. How are you doing tonight? Doing good, Papa. Um, I'm actually doing really good because uh, I was scrolling through my phone the other day and on Letterboxd, I saw a review from none other than Papa Spice himself. (laughs) And it was on the movie Sicario, which is something that uh, I guess I've been wanting. It's in my it's my top four on Letterboxd because uh, I just absolutely adore this movie, even though it is a pretty dark film. Um, and yeah, Papa had watched it. So I'm excited to get into that in a minute. Okay. Uh, we'll touch base on that. Let's, let's finish the intro first. I know you're raring to go with that. Chomping at the bit. <laughs> uh, Hans, how you doing tonight, buddy? Good. I uh, don't know if anyone is all caught up from earlier in the week, but a uh, big night for our favorite show on this podcast, Ted Lasso at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it pretty much, they got every acting nomination, except even though half of them were, uh, nominated for best supporting actor um literally i think five four four of the cast members but mm-hmm. roy kent my man got got the win um but a lot of other this is like the first time in the emmys i actually watched most of the shows that were nominated normally yeah. i feel like i'm like lost like and no pun intended this is the anniversary yeah. of lost coming out yes yeah. but Ugh. um <laughs> but with that like I, I feel like this is like a lot of shows i i you know mean me and the wife have been catching up on so it, it felt good to actually root for a, a show that I am following. It's good. I'm always that way with the Oscars where like, if there's something I haven't seen, I feel like I, I kind of get FOMO. It's like, oh man, I wish I knew what they were talking about. Yeah. So I try and see as much as I can, but there's always going to be some uh, holes in the um, the thing. But uh, yeah. some, some hole that I just filled, <laughs> uh, some gap in my transition. movie knowledge. Yes, it is Sicario. As Harry mentioned, uh, for those that haven't followed me on uh, Letterboxd, what are you doing? Check me out. Exactly. Sure, you can 84. But uh, I rated Sicario four stars. I finally got around to it. Uh, I was in the mood for a Denny movie. So I uh, I watched it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think uh, it was just masterfully done. I The only the only knock I had against it was the extended um like night vision scene when they're doing a raid at the end yeah yeah it just it looks a little video gamey but then again it's like you know how else are you gonna do it it makes sense so but other than that yeah i mean i thought all the performances were great it was a very tense movie um i kind of want to check out the sequel even though i know it's not by denny and i correct me if i'm wrong emily blunt is not in it right no it's more it's more of an action I don't want to say because this one has a lot of action in it, but it, it's more not like this. I feel is like a thriller where the right. other one's more of like an action kind of adventure one um, yeah. in it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, but, that border crossing scene is an all time. It's an all time yeah. for me. So, yeah, it's really wild. And uh, I, I think I even texted you guys just to say, you know, Benicio is an OG in this movie. Yeah, like, he is just so wild. Um, but, but yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, so thank you for, yeah. uh, pushing oh, me to, to get that and uh i was gonna say hands you got my mom in the lost i don't know if she's finished or not uh i lost track of it but she she ah. listens to all of your choices so 
Shout good. out mom, I guess. It, I don't know. It's, such a good, it's such a great show. Like I, I, I like. I feel like. I, did you ever watch it at one point? No. All right. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, no. The only because I I'll think be right. in like a Facebook memory, I made like a lost status like 15 years ago or whatever, and you had commented on it and like made it seem like you were watching it. So I don't know if you were just being like a might have just Googled something. And you're just probably just being a Harry. A I think you were trying much. to spoil it for me. So I didn't spoil Harry Potter for you. Could be the case. Could be the case. <laughs> <laughs> Memories long forgotten. Well, Mama Hip's got good taste. So good. Glad she's checking it it's out. True. It's true. Um, all right. But that's all that stuff out of the way. We're here for our top five actresses of all time. Uh, now, I, I was talking to a, a big fan of the show, Des Russell, and she was really looking forward to this episode. Mm, so um, shout yes, out happy shout out Des. happy that uh, we're finally getting to it for her and uh, and all the listeners and viewers. But um, yeah, so we're going to just go over our honorable mentions real quick and then we'll each take turns uh, going off our list. Um, you know, we'll talk about major roles and major films that they had been in, as well as nominations and wins of uh, any major awards. And we'll settle on a list of our top five of all time out of the uh, the 15 people that we have. So um, with that being said, I'm going to kick it off here uh, with my honorable mention. So, you know, these don't make my top five list, but they were very close. Um, first person I had is uh, Jessica Lange. Uh, she had she was nominated for six Oscars and actually won two uh, Emmys. She was nominated for 10 and won three probably best well known for um american horror story uh do you guys watch american horror story at all uh i watched like the first three or four seasons i think once the carnival one i think was the fourth one and i Mm -hmm. think i kind of slowed down after that i tried to give i I don't know which one where it was like the one where it was supposed to tie everything in i think it was like season six or something Mm -hmm. i started that and i was like i i kind of I felt like it, it followed the same formula like each season, but I, I think the first three were really good. Um, but she was great. In it. Uh, I mean, she she definitely is like a memorable, memorable character. Like her characters are memorable through it. She's one of yeah. the better parts of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, uh, in fact, the, the role that she plays in that carnival season uh, was probably my favorite of them all. But um, she always plays something different, which is true of, you know, all the uh, American Horror Story actors and actresses. But um, but she is just a standout for me. Um, so I also had Helen Mirren. She was nominated for four Oscars and won one. And Emmy, she was nominated for 11 and won four. Um, Helen Mirren, you know, just uh, is she a dame? I don't remember. I think I've yes. heard her called as a dame. Yeah. Yes. So, I think sure she Dame, is, Dame yeah. Helen Mirren. That sounds, that yeah. sounds pretty accurate. Sounds about right. Look at the so we're going to say she's credits. a dame. If if the queen hasn't officially she's a dime, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> if the queen hasn't officially dame, or we here at the, the hot takes podcast have. Um, so, you know, she's another one. Um, she's just a, a classy, classy lady. Anything she shows up in, it's it's always well acted. And um, uh I mean, she's got a ton of roles and a ton of variety within those roles. Uh, and she's been, you know, at it for quite a while. So I think her body of work uh, speaks for itself. Do you guys have any thoughts on Helen Mirren? Um, I, I, I love Helen Mirren. Um, I think she was great in the queen. I, she's, she's definitely one of those actresses that like, I, I feel like she has a lot of range with doing like you do a movie like the queen 
and then you end up going ahead and start doing movies like Red, Fast Franchise. Like it just seems like she. It seems like she's the kind of actress that like whatever she wants to do, like no one's gonna say no to her, and they're gonna like. I feel like they'll make a role for her. Like they probably. I bet you like she wasn't even like they never approached her for like Fast Eight. I can see her or was she in Fast Eight or Fast Nine? Was she in both? Both Fast Nine. I believe both. I didn't see Fast Eight, but I know Fast Nine. But like, I feel like they're kind of like approached her and like, look, we got a little role and she like would jump on it right away. Um, and, and I think it's cool. I think I, I like especially with dramatic, dramatic, Jesus, dramatic actors. <laughs> um, I think that when they're able to step into like just kind of a, a, a like a, a genre slash like superhero film, um, I, I think that gi- I, I give a lot of credit to them, uh, especially like her age, what she's doing. Like, I know she probably is a stunt double, but I, that that's got to be like kind of still physically taxing on on her body to do some of the scenes um but yeah i i you know i would put her on my um on my top five but i think she kind of falls a little bit outside of outside of there um i i would agree more of an honorable mention than the top five Aaron, any thoughts yeah i mean i was gonna say i've never actually seen the queen uh nobody slapped me on the wrist for it i apologize um <laughs> But like like Chris was saying, I think I've seen more Helen Mirren movies that like aren't like her, you know, star making roles per se. So it's like, you know, when you go to the IMDb and you see like the top four or, you know, you see the award winning, you know, nominated movies, I would say there's definitely, you know, or even Emmy nominated, uh, you know, stuff. There's definitely more where I've probably been like, oh, yeah, I saw her in red. I saw her in like Fast and Furious, just stealing that of being like, yeah, I've seen her in these little, you know, parts or in these non-major roles. And of course, she kills it and, and you know, captures, you know, uh, your attention on screen. Um, but yeah, but no, yeah, Helen's great. Love her. Okay. And then my last two honorable mentions, uh, I will talk. I'll I'll just mention them briefly, but uh, we're going to have further discussions on them later. And that would be Kate Winslet and uh, Charlize Theron. Um, I think uh, both of them are fantastic actresses, especially um, for modern day, but uh, just just got edged out by uh, some of my other people on on my personal top five. Um, uh, Hans, who do you have for your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions, um, I also have uh, Dame Helen Mirren. Um, I also put Sally Field on here. Um, I know I and to be honest, I don't even think she's been in a movie recently. Um, I think she kind of disappeared. Um, I don't know whether or not she retired, but you look at some of the movies that she was in, like um, like like Forrest Gump, who like that's such a memorable role for her. Um, Lincoln are like the two that stand out like for me. Um, she's another bandit, one. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I and I'm not even a fan of Mrs. Dalfire. And but I will, but yeah, but you know, I, I think I actually forgot, like I forget that movie really exists sometimes, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, she I, I think she's definitely has a lot of good range now. I feel like I feel like in her dr- dramatic role, she might she kind of is one of those actresses that plays the same character. Like she's very soft spoken and like when she like kind of gets intense in some moments and like she definitely has that like voice that like it's a very like calming voice like whenever she's on screen and she like really does drama well but she can also you know like like we said cross over to that like kind of comedy comedy world um helen mirror and i have her on mine on my honorable mentions um kate blanchett which um you know i i think she is such a a, a great a, a great resume but um i i know her most from lord of the rings um i think she's 
perfect in that role. I think that was my actually the first movie that I actually had um, had seen her in. But then she, uh, you know, she crosses into one of my favorite villains in Thor, which is um, Hela. Um, and I, I think she definitely she's another one that you can do like a variety of. I know she does comedy in the Ocean's Eight movie. She does you know um, comic book movies. Um, you know, I, I did not see Blue Jasmine. I heard that that is actually like a really good movie. Like people have told me, like, I need to check that out. Um, to me, she's always going to be like, you know, my my favorite movie of her is going to be Lord of the Rings series. Um, and her very, very, very extremely small cameo in Hot Fuzz, which <laughs> if you haven't, if you weren't aware, she is in it. Her face isn't in it, but uh, it's a very cool cameo. Um, other uh, honorable mention I have is Robin Wright. Um, gonna throw go 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 back to the uh, the Forrest Gump alum. Um, she is one of the biggest uh, movie villains for me in Forrest Gump. Um, it's I, I'm with that debate where she is one of the worst characters in movie history, and she plays it so well. Um, she has great chemistry with with uh, I said Forrest with uh, with Tom Hanks. Um, you know, and and as her like she is a very troubled character. Like you know where they start showing her from like the high school ages to where her and Forrest eventually marry um, other great roles, of course, is princess bride, which is one of my favorite movies and a, she's in a very underrated movie that I remember from my childhood. Uh, if you've never seen it, it's called toys with Robin Williams. Um, it's not that great of a movie, but I remember seeing it when I was like seven and I loved it. So um, I actually rewatched it about two years ago and she's got in it. It's, it's a memorable <laughs> movie for me. Um I think that was back when she was Robin Wright Penn. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, don't get too confused. And my other one is Jennifer Connelly. Um, I only include her. She's actually, I, I might've got a little bit more in my, um, dipped into my Faye five instead of top five. But, um, you know, Jennifer Connelly has been around for almost like 30 years. I think for, she started in the eighties or early nineties with like, uh, with labyrinth rocketeer. Then she kind of goes and does, uh, you know, does a bunch of 90s movies, does A Beautiful Mind, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, I, I, I For chick flicks, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just go out and say it. Uh, he's just not that into you. Not a bad movie. It's pretty all right. She's all right in it. And, of course, she's in the MCU, which most actress, actors and actresses eventually find their way there. So um, with not her the husband, official Paul, one. With her, what? Isn't she, she does the voice of Friday. Get out of here. Yep. Her, I never her knew her, that. Her and her hubby, uh, Paul Bettany, they were doing robot voices. Uh, um, I thought you were talking about Ang Lee's Hulk, and I'm like, mm, that's not MC. No, I, I forgot that movie <laughs> was even in in, in in this reality. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, she um she does the voice of Friday, so which Get is funny because Paul Bettany does the voice of Vision and, and Jarvis. Right. So, um, But those are my honorable mentions. Uh, you know, guys... Fire away. I, I know we talked briefly about um, Jennifer Connelly and uh, the looks I got when I mentioned her. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take whatever you throw at me. Uh, Eric, you want to go first? Um, I mean, I don't have too much. I mean, I, I think there's uh, there's a lot of good choices there. A lot of variety. It seems like if you were in Forrest Gump, you're on this list. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, um, solid, solid picks. No, no, no major complaints. I'll let uh, I'll let Greg do the. Uh, the firing if uh if that's what he would like to do yeah i mean i don't i don't have too much uh, jennifer Connolly, um she's 
she was good in a beautiful mind uh everything else kind of just blurs together the rocketeer i've never seen it what i know Uh, i know i know yeah um, I mean, it's not that great of a movie. I mean, if you're what? above the age of, if you're above the age of 15, I think. Oh, this can, is the uh, last episode I'm recording yeah. with you guys. <laughs> so, so I have, I, I, I have heard a lot of good things about the Rockets here, but one of my favorite movies. What were you gonna say here? I was gonna say so. Doing some googling while Chris was talking because I thought he was wrong. Carrie, Carrie Condon, does she do the voice for Friday? Well, I don't know. Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> All right, then Jennifer Connelly does the voice of Saul. I thought it was Friday in the MCU. Well, you can you can you can Google it when we get some time later. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, just just to, just to correct would, that in case if anyone is sitting there saying no way that is wrong. So I was gonna say because um, like that doesn't sound like her. But then again, maybe she's some know. great actress because she made it on Hans's top five list. So. Um, yeah, so Jennifer Connelly is kind of like eh for me, and uh, Robin Wright. I will say she plays uh, great at Unlikable. I remember her from uh, yeah. Unbreakable. She she played the uh, oh yeah the wife she plays and Bruce Willis' wife. Yep. Yeah, and she was kind of annoying safe, in that also. Uh, I don't see what the problem is. All right, I already looked it in. She's not. She's not. She's in. She's Karen or the suit lady from Spider-Man Homecoming. So just the voice of the suit. Oh, okay. I assumed that was Friday as well. So I apologize. Gotcha. It was from all Spider-Man these darn Homecoming. AI systems. I mean, she was on. in, no, she's in the MCU. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Right. Who isn't? <laughs> it's like a rite of passage. Exactly. But yeah, other than those, uh, I think your, your honorable mentions are pretty good. Um, Hair, who do you have? Yeah, so my honorable mentions, as uh, as what's mentioned a lot of times uh, on this pod, um, is that uh, I, I tend to favor older films. I'm a huge Criterion guy. Uh, I say things that you guys look at me and say, you know, Stacey Adams from the 40s uh, when they had those moving pictures. Um, so... So yeah, bust out the time machine, kids. So, we're going back to yeah, the Nickelodeon. Yeah. We're going back. We're going back in time. So my first nominee is just because of a, re- a movie I watched probably in the last three months. Uh, Barbara Stanwyck. Um, now again, the reason why she didn't make my list is I don't have enough of her, her filmography, and she, you know, obviously she's obviously left this earth and is gone. So she passed away in 1990. But two why movies that really. <laughs> I, I just I, I find it funny. We're doing an all time list. We're not doing Faye five. And if we were doing That's... a Faye five, I probably would mention it anyway, because okay. um, in the movie uh, all about uh, it's not all about Eve. My apologies, because uh, that's a that's a different movie uh, there for it. But she she she's in double indem- indemnity. Wow. I'm stuttering already on, on the movie title. So that's great. <laughs> Don't be nervous, um, my guy. No, I'm not. I'm not. But she's in that movie, um, Alfred Hitchcock movie. Uh, really great uh, film. If you've ever seen that, um, have you guys ever seen that one? <laughs> nope, I have not. No, I'm familiar guys... with her name. I, I'll give you that. But I don't really, Barbara Stanwyck. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, I've heard, I have heard of her name. I, I will. I will. Okay. At least agree yeah. So to that. she later on in life, she did a lot of like TV and stuff like that. So. Um, you know, there was a lot of things where she was, you know, involved in a bunch of those series in the late 60s and 70s and stuff like that. But the Lady Eve. So the Lady Eve was a 1941 movie, um, you know, just talking about that. Listen, it's a great film, dude. Don't knock it until you watch it. I, like, um, I, I won't. I'll watch it. You probably won't watch it. It's fine. It's a <laughs> it's a 
you guys are such haters, man. It makes it so hard to talk about Continue. things I love. Go ahead. So I'm anyway, sorry. So I will Preston, not laugh. It's a Preston Sturgis film. If you ever seen any Preston Sturgis films, you know how fun it is and enjoyable. But anyway, but she plays a, a really uh, independent woman um, and tricks, you know, Henry Fonda's character uh, into, you know, trying to fall in love with her. And it's, it's a really fun uh, good movie. I would highly suggest that. So uh, she made my list. She's been also nominated for Oscars four times uh, as well. Uh, next on my list is Elizabeth Taylor. So um, Elizabeth Taylor, uh, as you guys may or may not know, was uh, the reason why I didn't put her on this list was almost the reason why I did put her on this list, because this movie was a failure. Cleopatra, biggest movie probably Elizabeth Taylor's known for, came out in 1963. It was three hours and 15 minutes long. It was supposed to be about two movies when they were writing it. But they 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 made a change and made it one movie um, and adjusted for inflation. This is one of the most expensive movies ever made. Uh, it was budgeted for forty four million dollars back then in 60, you know, in the 60s when they were making it, which is equivalent equivalent now to three hundred and seventy million in twenty twenty. Um, so I just found that stat to be mind boggling and uh, blew me away. Um, but that uh, that that, that kind of hurts your case, I think, in a way, because that movie is kind of considered a failure and it's one of your biggest known movies. Um, but she was also in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which she did win an Oscar for. Uh, she was also nominated a couple times as well. Um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Uh, she's really good in that as well, if you've ever seen that movie. Um, and then the movie that really stuck out to me was I watched it in a film class one year uh, <clears throat> was uh, called A Place in the Sun. Um, she's only 19 in that film and she really kind of steals the movie away. Um, it's about this young guy who, uh, you know, is pretty much an idiot and makes a mistake of, uh, marrying the wrong girl. And then, uh, you know, Elizabeth Taylor's character comes around and, uh, she, she really steals the movie and she's, uh, she's one of the, you know, she was, she was on the, she was on the, you know, honorable mentions for me. Um, another one, I'm not going to mention too much about it cause we'll talk about her later. Uh, Frances McDormand. Um, she's on one of our lists. I'm not going to spoil who it is, but you'll see. Um, and Ingrid Bergman, um, problem with Ingrid Bergman is I haven't seen enough of her films. Uh, obviously she was in Casablanca, which I think everybody, you know, either knows about, even if you haven't seen it and how highly regarded that movie is. Um, but she's, uh, one of the few actresses who's only won three Academy Awards. Um, and she's been nominated seven times. So, um, shout outs to her, um, for it. So, so yeah, those are my nominees guys. Just let me know. You haven't seen any of the movies and, uh, you know, we'll move on. That was the sound of me closing the history books. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've heard uh, of all of these actresses and uh, many of the movies that you mentioned. I just I haven't seen them. I, I got to admit, I have a massive um, just valley of emptiness when it comes to movies like yeah. pre 60s. So um, yeah. but some well, of those uh, uh, a place in the sun, was it you said? Uh, yeah, that sounds place pretty in the good. Sun. That sounds like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's listen. There, there, there's some real gems that you can find going back that far. Um, you know, with like I said, with Preston Sturges films, like just sometimes you just need to find the right director, or the right actress or actor. You know, like Humphrey Bogart. You know, Ingrid Bergman, um, and just kind of jump around from there to find things that uh that that hit. You know, in that slap, as the kids say today. Uh, you you funky kids out there. Um, but and that was our yeah. okay boomer segment. I mean, yeah, right. That, I'm okay boomer this week. But um, the other thing I was gonna say is, I mean, it's really tough to find you know actresses that really stand out prior to you know later on in in you know film history. Once you get past the you know 
the seventies, you know, you start to see more like Meryl Streep and things of that nature, but it really is slim pickings there. And I mean, you know, um, we'll talk a little bit more about it with our lists, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out some of the, some of the OGs, as they say, hands, what do you got? What do you got for me? Um, I, the only movie I've seen that you mentioned was who's afraid of Virginia Wolf that I watched in like a film and wild ride, I will say. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, and that was over 10 years ago, so I I don't remember too much, but I remember it's also um, based on watching it. Ah, um, everyone else other than like Francis McDormand, um, I I've heard of, um, but I've seen Francis McDormand more Francis McDormand movies than anyone else on this list. Um, I haven't seen Casablanca, um, but, you know, j- based on like from the nominations that you, you told us that they got, um, you know, I'm sure they were worthy of them at the, at the time. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I'm with Greg, a lot of movies before, like I'm even before like 19, like 75 that don't really like, I, I feel like if it's not the wizard of Oz or 10 commandments, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, I got my October covered with Wizard of Oz and the uh, April covered with Ten Commandments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, those are some good honorable mentions, everybody. Um, but we are going to move on to the top five lists themselves. So I'll kick it off here. Uh, my first nominee for top five is Kathy Bates. Uh Oscar nominated four times, once for a leading actress, three times for uh, supporting, and she won for lead actress in Misery. Emmy nominated 13 times, uh, one for best guest actress in a comedy uh, for, (laughs) I guess, a one episode shot in Two and a Half Men. Um, Some famous roles or uh, movies you might know her from Misery in 1990, Fried Green Tomatoes, Titanic. She was unsinkable. Molly Brown. Uh, about Schmidt, which was one of the performances she was nominated for, uh, for the Oscars, Six Feet Under, Revolutionary Road. She was The Office, Joe Bennett, classic character, uh, American Horror Story. She's been a ton of different characters in that. Again, you know, we mentioned it being an anthology series and and Richard Jewell, which was another movie she was nominated for uh, for Oscars. So, man, she is uh, she's just an awesome, awesome almost like character actress uh you know she yeah. she's really like a chameleon and, and sinks into these roles and while she may not have any um any major i guess starring roles other than misery that pop to mind she plays all these great characters in all these great movies and that is definitely noticeable for me and that's why i think she lands in in the top five for me um uh, what do you guys think about kathy bates um, yeah, I mean, I, the one movie you forgot that, that sticks out for me is blindside that I actually, oh, forgot. Yeah. she was, yeah, she was, she was great in that, um, the water boy, which I don't like uh, the water boy. I think the I water boy is a, is a terrible movie. Um, but she's enjoyable in it, you know, with the, as a supporting character, she's definitely like a very, she's a great supporting, uh, like a supporting actress. And I think that like a lot, like other misery scared the hell out of me. Um, and it's, it's a terrifying, like, it's not like a ghost scary kind of like, it's a great suspense. And I read the book and it's just like, she brings that like character, like the life where it's just like, I, I would never hope I was ever in that situation. Like I wouldn't even want to be in the same room as someone like that. Um, excuse me. But, um, you know, as she gets like, she's been around for forever and I forgot about like her as many times as I've rewatched the office, I forgot she had like, a, like a small role, like in a handful of episodes as, uh, as Joe Bennett. Um, but she's been around forever and, you know, there's a reason like, you know, 
she's still getting work. She's a great supporting actress. I, I would love to see her kind of come back and maybe like some kind of a lead role um, and see, but I feel like the last time I've actually seen her, anything was like, was at least like anything major was, I didn't see Richard Jewell was probably, I would say the office was the last like big thing I've seen her in. Um, so I, I think that like she's due for another, like kind of to come back and like a, a bigger role. But um, I, I, I would, I would agree like, inc- like, you know, in putting her in the conversation of a top five, but um, yeah, Harry, what are your thoughts on, on, on good old Kathy? Yeah, no, I mean, she definitely has the resume to be, to be on this list um, for sure. Um, I mean, especially once you add in some of the TV stuff, which, you know, I don't know if we, talked enough about when considering our uh, top five actors when we did that but like I was mentioning in the beginning of the pod like for some of these actresses for me it's like I probably missed a lot of their best work like I've never seen Misery um, you know I've never seen all of Titanic front to back like of course we all have had that second VHS ta- tape just watch number watch, that watch tape too watch that's all you two, need or like it's been on TNT or various channels where it's like oh here's 20 minutes of Titanic I'll watch until the next commercial break um so for me I feel like I haven't seen her in her best roles but like Greg like Greg mentioned you know she's definitely done a lot of things that you know keep you guessing as to what kind of character she's playing good or bad or you know what's what's the is there a hidden agenda behind that you know or a little bit of a crazy person like i know you know what misery is um but yeah but i but i think she's got a solid a solid case to make uh but for me you know i'd probably leave it up to you guys i would vote no because i haven't seen a lot of her best work per se okay uh that's fair well obviously i'm I'm gonna vote (laughs) yes so hands i'm a bet i'm i'm a better driver that I, I'm a better driver because of misery um, <laughs> because I never want to end up in that kind of situation. But other, but um, <sighs> yeah, when, when Chris's famous podcast and he ends up in a, in a road crash where, yeah, I'm one, listener one crazy, who's one crazy listener is going to like hobble my foot. And then, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> just because I, I didn't include Kathy Bates. Um, I'm going to say no right now. <laughs> Um, I, I, this, she's definitely, I would go, I would revisit and kind of think about like, we had a conversation with like Jack Nicholson, like whether or not we wanted to include him and I'll keep him on, like, like keep her on a maybe list. But I, I think she's, she maybe she might kind of break that top five, but I, I well, you know, once we get to the list, I'll, I would, I'll consider. I would say, I would say this is where we make the short list. So if you think that she deserves to be on that, then I would say you need to say yes to her. That would be my case, because otherwise we're not discussing her tour when we get to the end, unless we don't have five and we got to come back. But I'm pretty sure we're going to. That's have five. true. I would put her on the list then. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. All right. I'll mark it down and we can revisit later as needed. OK, uh, moving on Harry, who you got? Uh, I think we're going to just get this one out of the way. Um, this uh, this individual is on each of our lists um, and it's uh, it's Meryl Streep. Um, nominated a, a whopping uh, 21 times. Uh, I think I looked, I think she's been in 90-ish movies, maybe even a little bit more. So uh, high high usage for nominations for Meryl. Um, I feel like 17... that number's freakishly small. Like I feel like yeah. she's been in literally <laughs> Listen, at least I might two, have 300 even, movies. <laughs> I might have even counted wrong. That could be a possibility <laughs> too. Um, but uh, 17 leading roles, you know, a couple for supporting. She's won three times. So uh, as we discussed a little bit earlier with wins, um, Ingrid, Ingrid Bergman, uh, her, and I believe Francis are the only three time 
um, Oscar winners for actresses, you know, throughout uh, both the categories of leading and supporting. Um, she won for the Iron Lady, Sophie's Choice, and Kramer vs. Kramer. Um, you know, she's also, um, you know, she really gives movies, I think with, with the big thing with Meryl Streep is when she's in a movie, it really gives the movie prestige. You know, if you look back at a lot of her movies over the, I would say the last five to 10 years, cause I think the iron lady was 2011. So ever since then, I don't think she's really been, you know, going for that Oscar, you know, I, I won't even say that just like in that star making role, uh, for it. Um, but yeah, she definitely gives movies prestige you know, uh, when she's ever, you know, cast them. And she's been a lot of other great movies. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about some that you guys think are her favorites. And then I'll come back with my thought on Meryl Streep, um, you know, towards the end. But uh, but hands, why? Why did she make your list? I, I feel like you had to put her on like I, like she's in everything else. It was like she she really does like show up like I, she's like the opposite of Daniel Day Lewis in terms of like Daniel Day Lewis like, makes one movie every seven years. And I feel like Meryl Streep makes seven movies in one year. And, and that's not a bad thing. Like she, there, you, you know, she, her, her resume goes all the way, like goes pretty far back. And I, and yeah. I, you know, she's in bad movies, but I don't think she's ever like, the, like puts in a bad performance. I mean, when I went on IMDb, I think her first thing was like in the seventies. Um, yeah. But she's yeah, still, she- she's still like cranking movies out like, like crazy. Like, and she, she recently, well, the most recent thing I saw her in was, um, I don't know if you guys have watched it. Big little lies. Um, she's in second season of big little lies. She is a horrifying character. Like she's very, um, you know, it's not a scary show, but what she brings to, um, she's the mother of one of the characters. And it's just like, she's so soft-spoken through the whole thing. It's very like, she is, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Um, but then like she does like stuff like little stuff. Like I feel like you'll never see like Daniel Day Lewis do like musicals like Into the Woods or Mamma Mia and stuff like that. And and you know like those are movies that she enjoys doing. Um, and you know she just like I, I feel like she's one of those actresses that's like you hear other actors and actresses say like oh I only took the role because you know I needed a new house or you know the offer was there. I feel like I feel like she just likes to work in like different in different genres. Like you see her in fantasy, like history movies, dr- like dramatic roles, comedies. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like it, it'd be like a crime to not include her on the back. Like I, if you did a top 10 of actors and actresses, she would easily crack the top five, like between both actors and actresses. So um, Greg, what do your, what do you think? Fair points. Um, yeah. I mean, she's just one of those well-rounded great actresses i mean everything she shows up in whether it's a serious role or something for fun um you know she puts in the performance and uh just some other movies that we didn't mention um julie and julia i actually really love that movie um i thought it was uh, really well done uh fantastic mr fox she does the voice for mrs fox yep Yep. um devil wears prada the mama mia movies you mentioned uh uh I mean, it's just, it goes, it goes on and on the post. Uh, I mean, she was phenomenal in that. So yeah, there's, there's just a lot of stuff. She's got such a wide variety and filmography and uh, you know, it's really her performances are reflected in, in being nominated uh, so many times. I feel like she's nominated basically every year, every other year for an Oscar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so all of those things combined, I think uh, she deserves to be in the list. Uh, 
I'm going to vote yay for putting her in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, for me, I mean, we're just for what we're talking about with a longevity. It's like Kramer first Kramer, you know, when she was nominated or when she uh, I believe when she won uh, for her supporting role in that. Um, yeah. Supporting role in that. Um, that was 1979. And then she's winning in 2011 for the Iron Lady. Um, so, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, definitely for her. But I was also thinking about her from the aspect because I was looking, like I said, the last 10 years, it, it's almost like she's giving more movies you know, box office gross or, Oh, Meryl Streep's in that. Like we got to go see it as opposed to actually making something that's like, I want to say either a challenge or something that people are going to be like, wow, what a performance. And so I was thinking about the movie, the father with Anthony Hopkins. Now she's a little bit younger than Anthony Hopkins, but like, I'm wondering when her next, you know, kind of the father role of a movie that, you know, she takes on that, you know, might mean something to her. And I mean, I think this, you know, dives into a deeper problem with, you know, I would say, you know, female actresses, you know, throughout where it's like, who's writing these stories for these people, you know, and this is some of the problems with Hollywood and what I was alluding to a little bit earlier, where it's like, you know, like who's writing the 80 year old, you know, story, you know, about, you know, a woman, um, you know, cause I think Meryl's in her eighties now. Um, so like, who's writing that for her to be able to be in it. So maybe I feel like Diane Keaton or- gets all those roles. <laughs> yeah that's not a bad shout but you see she usually does those like silly like i don't know those silly yeah, not, like, not comedies serious. where it's like yeah. yeah so i'll be interested to see that like the high prestige you know movies that you know i always rave on about so diane keaton plays the same character in every she's like she's like the 80s and 90s <laughs> melissa mccarthy well she was- <laughs> like she it's so, an interesting good. analogy <laughs> yeah and none yeah. of you said i was wrong no, that's that is accurate. So he's wearing the same hat, too. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, moving on, uh, we added Meryl Streep to the list. Hands, who you got for us? I'm going to go with Nicole Kidman. Um, so very and I and I have a feeling that where the where this is going to go. Um, but I'm going to read off a couple of her movies. Big Little well, Big Little Lies TV show on HBO. I believe she won an, uh, an Emmy for that. Um, you know, she. Yeah. Start alongside another another fantastic Meryl Streep performance. Um, you know, I'm going to go the others, which I mentioned on um, our horror podcast, um, Eyes Wide Shut, which I've only seen once. Um, I'll never see it again. I don't need to ever see it again. I liked it, but I'm just going to, you know, I feel like that was the kind of role that like, I, that's kind of movie I never have to go back and rewatch. Um, but I remember her and Tom Cruise are great in it. Batman Forever. I'm just going to keep my peace with that one because we've discussed that in, 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 you know, uh, before she's a great uh, leading bat. Are you trying to sell us on Nicole Kidman or are you trying yeah. not to sell us? Okay. Um, Days of Thunder, <laughs> which Days of Thunder, which is one of the best movies of all time. If you haven't seen it, have you? No, you haven't, have you? I, I, mean, I did like Top Gun. So in the like early the 90s. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Um, now let's get a little serious. Cold Mountain. You haven't seen that. She's fantastic in Cold Mountain. She won a nomination um, for the hours. Um, I, I think she she definitely has a lot of. Um, I didn't know she was actually like Australian for the longest time. I don't even know if she's Australian. She might be British, but you know, um, just gonna keep that and put that aside because um, she plays a Russian in her new show, Nine Perfect Strangers. So she's like you know really good at accents. Um, but that being that aside. No, I, I think she does have a lot of range. Like, and, and, and you know, she's another one where, like, even though her movies like are, 
she might not be in the best movies like Batman Forever, which is not like critically acclaimed, but she's definitely yeah, I say critically acclaimed, not Chris acclaimed. Um I I think that she she definitely has a lot of a lot of range where um I I think that she brings a lot to like a lot of roles where like she does bring when she does intense kind of scenes, like she does intense very well. Um she does horror movies, like hard the other she's great in. Um, but I think that she definitely like plays like damaged characters very well, which a lot of her movies, like she plays, um, some kind of like with some kind of weird past or whatever. Um, she was fantastic. I did see the hours, which is one of the, like, probably the most recent thing other outside of TV that I saw her in, which I love that, um, cold mountain. I recommend going to check out. Um, but she's always a standout for me. I think I've seen like most of her movies. I'd include it on like, on, you know, my list, but I feel like she's always been like kind of a go-to for me um whenever she's releasing something but um yeah i, I know what you guys are going to say but you know if you want to just hammer me down go ahead uh wow. you want to go first Harry? you want me to now you can go ahead first <laughs> Thank okay. <you>. so <clears throat> not a huge nicole kidman fan <laughs> um i i feel the opposite i don't think she does have a ton of range she mm. and you know maybe it's because of um her accent like her american accent is it's this very slow and airy and breathy accent and it's always the same in every movie i I don't know it just but don't get me wrong she does have some bangers as far as movies go um cold mountain i absolutely love so i'm i'm happy that you you kind of drilled on that oh one i didn't even include the railway man which if you haven't seen that with colin firth that is a fantastic movie um and she's great in it um i think that's got um who's all, i forget who else is in that movie um the uh, guy who played scorpion in not colin firth who played scorpion in um isn't that your boy Joe mortal Kazen? kombat no that was he played sub-zero oh um i don't know i can't think of his name well, right now anyway anyway uh there <laughs> was another movie which highly recommend to our faithful listeners out there that you didn't mention that i did really like her performance in and that was lion with dev patel um oh, i thought yeah. that was a, a really really good movie great performance from her um highly recommend checking that out um as for the rest of it, I mean, yeah, she was okay in Eyes Wide Shut. I actually just watched that for the first time recently, uh, like maybe within the last six months. But beyond that, I just, I don't see it from her. Uh, she is um, not worthy in my eyes to be on this list. <laughs> Aaron, what do That's you fair. think? That's <laughs> fair. Well, I mean, I, listen, I think, I think Greg's just voicing his opinion, Chris. I don't think he's ragging on you um, as much as he just doesn't prefer Nicole Kidman. Right. Um I think, she, you know, I'm not going to be that guy, but I feel like I fall in between the middle of you. I, I would say I wouldn't put her on this list and I, I don't think I would move her to the top five, but I don't feel as strongly as Greg does about how much uh, he doesn't like her. Um, but I mean, so she was in a film recently in 2018 called Boy Erased. Um, Let us forget, you know, be jumping into the comic book world. She was an Aquaman um, as well, but uh, a film Boy Erased, she was good in. Um, also, we can't forget, Paddington where my Paddington heads at high fives all around. Uh, don't know how you guys forgot that one, um, but that's okay. I'll, I'll let it slide. Um, and then uh, a movie in 2013 that I really enjoyed Stoker. Um, I think it's more enjoyable for other performances in the movie, but uh, she is also in that as well. I, she's really done a big move to TV 
I would say in the last five years or so, which is interesting. You know, Chris talked a little bit about it with um, Nine Perfect Strangers. She was on HBO Big Little Lies, The Undoing, uh, which I think was with Hugh Hugh Grant. Yeah, I think yeah. it was with Hugh Grant. Yep. Um, and she was also in Top of the Lake, uh, a TV series um, in 2017, which if you hadn't seen it, I don't I think she's in the second season of it. But Top of the Lake, it stars Elizabeth Moss. Um, really, really good. Um, or at least the first season. I never saw the second one. But any who's it. Um, yeah, I would say she just misses for me. But, you know, I think, you know, and even with the resume, if we want to get down to nitty gritty with Oscars and stuff like that, she has she has won one uh, for it, but she's only been nominated four times. You know, she did win an actress role for the hours um, and she, you know, she was really good in Cold Mountain, uh, like you guys mentioned as well. Um, so, yeah, so those are my thoughts. You know, nothing does. She doesn't blow me away. She doesn't she doesn't stand out to me. But, yeah, I, definitely, you know, I. I feel like maybe I came off a little harshly. I don't think. Yeah, was you like, you came out firing like Harry did. Well, listen, on, on, at Will Smith. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't I say that. I don't think she's a terrible actress. She just comes across a little bland. Not for your me cup of tea. Not your most of, tea. of the time. And then occasionally she'll put out something that is like awesome. So yeah. it's just not enough consistency for me to be like, yeah, she belongs in here. Right. Uh, all right. I'll, so I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll, I'll take that. That's fine. She's not on okay. the list. So, all right. So we're leaving her off the list. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on from Nicole Kidman. Uh, up next, I have Viola Davis. Uh, nice. O- Oscar nominated four times, uh, twice for leading role, twice for supporting. Uh, she won for supporting in Fences. Emmy nominated five times, uh, one for uh, best lead in uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, some mm-hmm. of her big hits or, or movies you might have seen her in, Antoine Fisher, Solaris, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, Eat, Pray, Love, The Help, um, Prisoners, Get On Up, Suicide Squad, uh, Fences, How to Get Away with Murder, like we mentioned, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom most recently, and uh, The Suicide Squad. Uh, so she's Either another one, man. She, she, yeah, she's just, uh, she can play a variety of roles. Uh, and, you know, I'll, you'll probably hear me say this multiple times, but I, I think that's the mark of a, a great actor or actress. Um, just being able to to dive into different uh, types of characters and just really knock them out of the park with each one. Um, uh, I mean, what do you what do you guys think? Harry Kitts. Yeah. So I was gonna say, um, I'm not a huge TV watcher as far as it comes to like half an hour shows. So never really saw How to Get Away with Murder, but obviously she's been killing it on there. Um, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, with winning for that and how long it's uh i think it just finished a couple years back maybe um but uh you know that one's uh definitely uh shows but like i think you you said it right greg i think she has a ton of range you know i think she's a forgotten name a lot of times and she's a forgotten name on my list you know personally um you know when it comes to you know what people think is a good act is a great actress um and you know, definitely loved her in Prisoners. Uh, you know, obviously, we, you know, we've talked about Suicide Squad on the pod. Uh, mm-hmm. Fences, she was great in that alongside Denzel. I mean, listen, we don't even have theater on there um, as well. And she, you know, she's definitely, you know, uh, done a lot of good things there. Um, so, yeah, she would definitely de- deserves to be on on the on the short list. Um, yeah, would love to put uh, Viola up there. And. Um, 
Uh, yeah, uh, I would, I would include her because like, and I, there's a lot of movies on here that I kind of like, I saw Solaris and Antoine Fisher, like back when they were released, like it's been a while since I, since I've seen, so I can't really speak too much, but I've seen the help. I, I really enjoy the help. Um, Suicide Squad. I, I think she's like a memorable part. Like, I mean, I, I know what they did with the, the new one and the, um, the one from 2016 and 2021, they wanted to bring some of the old characters back. Like they were like Margot Robbie. And I think like the reason they brought yeah. her back was she did such a good job with the first one. I mean, she is one of the stronger parts of, of the, um, of the 2016 movie. Um, I watched the first season of how to wait, how to get away with murder. Um, it was a good show. I, I just never, I, I think there was a lot of stuff that was out that I didn't stick with it. Um, but I think it's, it might be on Netflix or one of their streaming things now where I can go back and watch. Um, I did watch last month, Ma Rainey's black bottom, which is a phenomenal movie. Um, I, I think one of the reasons I actually, and I'll, I'll admit I did go to watch it was because of, um, cause of Chadwick Boseman, but, um, you know, she was definitely a standout, um, a standout in it, but she definitely like, again, like you had said, Greg, when you're able to play different characters in different roles, I think that says a lot. Like we've said that with, a, with our top actors list and she is her resume is really like all over the place in a good way um, with her range. Um, I haven't seen fences. I've heard really like phenomenal things with it, um, but I, you know, I've been wanting to go back and watch, um, but I, I would, I would include her, but with what I've seen, like with like the more recent stuff that I've seen her in, um, I would like to go back and rewatch like Antoine Fisher and, and get Richard, I try and, and eat, pray, love. I don't think I saw. Um, I think that was more along the lines of, I just, I think Julia Roberts might've killed that for me. Um, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I, I, I would, I would include her on this list. Um, you know, I, I, I left her off mine, but you know, there's a, a with you, the, what you provide it and like looking at some of the movies, like just looking back, she is a standout in all of them. And she, you know, she definitely has that range to be, um, considered in the top five. So okay. I was, I was uh, also going to say too, really quick. I just, yeah. I don't know why I drew a brain fart, but, uh, widows 2018, Steve McQueen's movie. Uh, I did not see a that highly, highly underrated movie that I think is fantastic, but it didn't get a lot of love and didn't make a lot of movie, but she's the star in that. And she is absolutely, uh, you know, amazing in it. Um, as well as everyone else I feel, uh, in the movie, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's powerful in that movie. Okay. Um, all right, so putting it up to vote, I'm gonna say yes, hair. Yay. Yes. I'll yes. go yes. All I'll right. Go, yeah. <laughs> so Miss Viola yes, Davis makes it onto the list. Uh okay, moving on. Hair, who you got next for us? So um next nomination, I'm gonna steal off of uh Hanratty's list as well. Um, for this nomination, just to knock it out back to back, uh, is going to be Kate Winslet. Um, so she's been nominated seven times, uh, four for leading, three for supporting. Uh, she's one for leading role in the reader. Um, so, yeah, um, Kate Winslet um, feels like somebody who's just been around forever. Um, but actually, I don't want to say hasn't been around forever, but um, just feels like she's been in our lives for, for you know, ever. Um, so uh, most recently, she was in Mayor of Easttown on HBO. So, um you know, if we were doing a top five list of shows for the year, uh, that would be definitely on there for me. Uh, it actually takes place uh, in a town, well, in Delaware County, not too far away from uh, Delco. You know, our area. Delco, shout out. <laughs> um, don't know if it's good or bad, uh, but, um, you know, Mayor of Easttown takes place in there. 
Um, and she does a fantastic job in that. Um, you know, hasn't, I wouldn't say hasn't been in the limelight as far as carrying something for a while, but you know, she was in Steve jobs. Um, another movie that I really enjoyed contagion, um, you know, uh, not a huge role in that. Cause that has a, a pretty good cast in it. Um, revolutionary road, um, which is, a uh, an uber i don't want to say depressing movie but um you know if you're if you're married might be one to skip um wouldn't put it on there to uh to enjoy uh the holiday um shout out to tim um you know and dom uh they uh they love the holiday uh and also uh eternal sunshine of the spotless mind which i think is you know kind of you know i was uh how old was i, I was 18 i think or no sorry 16 when that movie came out and you know, that's one of those in the early 2000s where it was like, dude, you didn't see Eternal Sunshine. And, you know, she's uh, she's really great in that as well. So that's my shout for Kate Winslet. Chris, I'll let you kind of take it uh, with some of your uh, choices for. You left out uh, a couple a couple movies that I like that stand out for me with her. Number one, yeah. uh, Collateral Beauty, well, which yeah. is, has your boy in it. Um, Will Smith. <laughs> well i mean listen i did miss i did miss the big one with her with titanic uh, purposely right. because yeah i mean listen we've only titanic. seen tape two i've only <laughs> seen tape two um you know i've seen i've seen the 20 minutes maybe in the beginning where it's you know draw me yeah. um but yeah i can tell you now you're not gonna like collateral beauty only because it's got like this is the kind of thing you would say like this I'm is a pretty Chris sure movie. i've seen that movie too oh, all right um Finding Neverland, which I, I think is a very highly underrated movie um, about the uh, the story of Peter Pan and like how that kind of came came to light. Yeah. Um, but I um, I there's I, I think she's definitely like I, I'm glad I, I want to go back and watch Mary now because I heard she's like phenomenal in that like it has nothing to do with like the Delco connection. But um, she Elf. doesn't. I, I feel I feel like she doesn't make a lot of movies, but when she does. Like her resume is not as big as like Meryl Streep's, but I feel like when she makes movies, like she picks them where she knows that like it, it's it's something that's like kind of I don't want to like sp- say special to her, but ones that like she know that that she's going to put her like all into it. Um, and Eternal Sunshine is one of my favorite movies, um, and it's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Um, I I I put that above like some of his comedies. Um, but you know, Revolutionary Road. That's if you're in a good mood, don't watch it. That that'll that'll <laughs> kill it really quick. Um, but and Titanic. I'm not a fan of Titanic, like overall. But I think like I think she's phenomenal in it, and she's she has been around for over 20 years, at least that I can think of. And I feel like when she just shows up in movies, I, I think she like really gives it her all. Um, I know she was in Triple Nine, which I saw. Um, I, I saw on IMDb. I forgot she was in that. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, there she's, you know, I think Titanic really lifted her career. And I think, um, I think since then she kind of carefully picks what she's in. Um, I mean, she's in, she still shows up a bunch, but I think like when she's leading and, you know, I feel like whenever she's in a movie, she's up for some kind of award, like where she's leading. Like, I think she was nominated for pretty much like revolutionary road, Titanic, uh, god what was the one we i think we just talked about um was she not she might have been nominated for jobs too steve jobs not sure i'll take a look for you but yeah Yeah, thanks um and contagion which is a very too realistic movie now which um <laughs> it's, it's it's a great movie but it, it's it's been i i won't rewatch that now so um you know the past 16 months have uh have kind of set that to never watch again 
Yeah, she was nominated for jobs. Yeah. Um, Greg, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, she is a great, great actress. Uh, You guys both have her on your list. I had her on my honorable mentions. Uh, I'll throw in one other movie that I loved her performance in, and I love the movie, and I believe I mentioned it recently, although I don't remember on which pod, but uh, The Mountain Between Us with her and Idris. Uh, oh yeah, another, you, did, you did mention that. Another standout movie that I really enjoyed. I um, missed that one. Yeah, it's on Hulu, so go check it out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I I mean, you guys have have covered all the bases with Kate. She's just uh, she's tremendous. And uh, Revolutionary Road, I actually, it's funny that you guys are joking about it. I watched it for the first time um, about a month ago because I was again trying to round out bases. And uh, boy, yeah, it is certainly depressing. I do um, feel like a month ago you weren't as happy as you are now, Greg. <laughs> For sure. Not one. Not <laughs> while I was watching that movie. I was like, oh, boy. Um, it was very depressing. But uh, her performance again. Great. Um, great. Great yeah. performance. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, not much more to say on this end other than I think it's a great pick by both of you guys. So nice. let's put it up to a vote. Uh, hands. I say yes. Okay, hair. I think we got to get one hand ready choice in there tonight. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I have a feeling, I have a feeling my next one's not getting on there either. <laughs> uh, all right, and I'm gonna vote yay as well. So Kate Winslet makes it on the list. Uh, she is a, a damn fine actress. All right, so moving on, hands. Who's your next pick? Um. So, uh, I, I, the one I went with this. I mean, we could. Because... Okay. No, go ahead. I was going to say we could skip you and jump back to Greg if you want to use that as one of your choices. No, I'm not closing out with that. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to go with uh, who I think is one of the best actresses like in her in her kind of filmography is Natalie Portman. Nice. Um, She has been uh, I know I don't know if it was her first leading role, but um, Leon the Professional, which is a almost a dead but 1994, uh, I would say almost a damn near perfect movie. Um, and I really only say that probably about like maybe five or 10 movies out of the millions that have been made. Um, I know I thought she had been nominated for that. I don't think she was, um, but I'm going to confirm that. Um, but I, she's, you know, she plays a, and we go use that word range again. She goes from a movie like Leona professional. She does a lot. She has a bunch of dramatic roles. Like I don't know if you ever seen the movie closer, um, but that is a very dark movie as well. That yeah, is it's a dark a, one. Jude Law and Julia Roberts and Clive Owen. Um, that has a, a, a that's a pretty dark movie. That's a kind of falls into revolutionary road, just not as intense. Um, mm-hmm. Then she goes into she does a, a bunch of she does a, a lot of um, you know sci-fi and comic book with V for Vendetta, which is one of my top five favorite comic book movies. Um, I adore that movie. I think she's great in it um as much as the prequel trilogy um is kind of crapped on over the years um she's good in it i don't think she's the problem i think you know a lot of it had to do with like the script i think that kind of did a lot for her and hayden um you know we can all agree some of that some of that writing was not was not good um (laughs) but then she i i think she like peaked a little bit with black swan which um you know you guys i'm sure you both have seen it um it's probably i would say that's her best performance um it's a very intense movie 
um, her and Mila, Mila, however you want to say it, Mila Kunis, um, they they play each other off each other so well. And I think like I, you know, I I didn't care one little bit about ba- ballet. I still don't, but for at least two hours in that movie, I did. Um, and I think her character, like I think both of them, like really draw you into the movie and how she played. Like I feel like she's. I, I'm pretty sure she, um, I don't, she didn't go to Juilliard, she went to Harvard. Um, but I don't know if she took like, like an acting degree from Harvard. I don't know if they have acting degrees at Harvard. Um, Put that but on the resume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't, that's not going to hurt. Um, but I, I think she, she's been around for so long and I think she's another one that, you know, she may not necessarily like the project, but she, it like really gives it her all in, in pretty much everything that she does. I haven't seen a bad performance from her. The first movie I saw from her outside of Leon was, I, I, I kind of like brought to my attention was either Mars attacks. If you haven't seen that, it's a very underrated Tim Burton movie. Um, and uh, garden state, which is in one of my top 10 favorite movies. Um, but yeah, I, I think she's definitely um, one of those like dedicated actresses where, you know, I, I've heard her say in the past, you know, in interviews, like she might not like she's like, oh, well, you know, the story didn't interest me or whatever. But she's still like kind of I, I feel like she's still nailed, you know, almost every role she's been in. So um, also, Your Highness, an underrated comedy. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's a, <laughs> it's a very uh, weird movie. It's solid. Really? You like it? Yeah. Who doesn't like Your Highness? Is, uh, is that a is that a bad take? I feel like most people it's I say, have been like, I don't think it's in, yeah. you think it's underappreciated. That's all I need. I think all, so. Even if, if I don't get another one of my actresses on this list, that's all I need is the fact that you say <laughs> that you say it's underappreciated. <laughs> he um, just made his night. <laughs> I know. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, you make a pretty strong case for Natalie. Um, for me with her, it's, uh, you know, kind of similar to Nicole Kidman. It's about consistency. I do think she's a better actress than Nicole Kidman for sure. But some of these roles, um, is she either like really knocks it out of the park or it's just kind of there? Um, you know, you mentioned the prequel trilogy and, you know, it could be the material that she's given. And the same could be said for the Thor movies, which I noticed you didn't mention. Um, but that's also I was careful. Yes. <laughs> but that's also her choice. She chose those roles. You know what I mean? I'm sure she was given a script in advance and was able to peruse. Um, So if she can't elevate that stuff, then it is what it is. I think she's a really good actress though. And, and um, yeah, I mean, black Swan, I would agree. I think she kind of peaked with that. I haven't seen quite that level of um, a performance out of her since then, but uh, doesn't mean she's not capable of it. I think it's just finding the right material. And Jackie, I know she was nominated for that. I didn't see it, but um, I heard she was, I mean, she was nominated for it. So I'm, I'm sure she was solid in it. A little Oscar baby. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I was going to say, you know, I think Natalie Portman, when I was looking through the list, I think she's probably the youngest one we have on here. Um, I think she, I think, yeah, her, she just turned 40. I think she yeah, she was born in 81. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously she has the, you know, typical Marvel. You got to have it on your list. Um, Avengers, you know, slash, you know, the Thor movies been in a star Wars, you know, series, you know, with the, uh, the prequel movies, um, which, you know, I don't think we need to dive too much into that. We could save for a future star Wars pod. Um, a couple movies she's done recently, you know, again, it's, it's kind of one of those things of like, 
you know, I think Greg was saying a little bit about like hit or miss. Uh, she did a movie called Lucy in the Sky, which I know I didn't see. Um, I don't know many people who did, um, but that was also during kind of COVID time, you know, kind of got mixed around a little bit. Um, Annihilation, which I'm surprised. I don't know if Chris mentioned, um, but that was, you know, a solid performance. But I feel like, you know, she, it wasn't. I think the movie was more of a standout than her in it. And a weird movie, which I saw at uh, the film festival a couple of years back, Fox Lux, um, which is a pretty intense movie and deals with some heavy stuff. Um, but she, there's a diner scene with her in that movie where she absolutely, I think kind of, you know, really stands out and shows her range. Um, so, you know, for me, I don't know if she makes this list based off of some of the names we've already thrown out. Um, but you know, Chris mentioned a lot of the good movies there for her. So I think she does have the case. I'd be interested to see what the next five year, five to 10 years, you know, pulls for it. Cause I could definitely see another performance, you know, that, uh, goes through there for it. The MCU. It's, it's probably what the next five <laughs> I years hope is going to be. Actually, I hope not, man. I hope not. I hope the MCU is done in five years, to be honest. Dude, Whoa. love and Whoa. thunder, man. She's, she's gonna be awesome in it. She got Psycho behind her now. Listen, I I 100 agree. I hope she I hope she gets the starring role, and I hope you know more women, more diversity is included in in those movies. But uh, I don't know. I'm on a, I'm on a Marvel Marvel right now, so um, don't you dare save that for another pod. Listen, we gotta have other things. Let's get some. Let's get some art out here, man. Where's Where's my criterion? Where's my? We can still have theater? art. Let's go. They can coexist yeah. simultaneously. It's not yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so. so let's put uh, Miss Portman up to vote. Uh, hands. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say yes because she's on my list. So, you know. Okay. Yes. Hair. I'm gonna say just outside for me. Okay. And I'm going to go uh, no as well, but I do think she was a, a valiant pick there. You look defeated. Don't look defeated. <laughs> I'm not right. a good choice. <laughs> I'm all right. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're going to rotate back to me now. Um, my next pick is Sigourney Weaver. Uh, she was Oscar nice. nominated three times, uh, twice for a leading role, once for supporting role. Emmy nominated four times. Uh, lots of franchise work here. We have uh, Alien... Ghostbusters, Aliens in 86. Uh, she had Gorillas in the Mist and Working Girl, which I believe uh, were two movies she was nominated for. She was nominated for Best Lead and uh, Best Supporting Actress uh, the same year, 88, for those two movies. Uh, Ghostbusters 2 in 89, Alien 3 in 92, Dave in 93, uh, Galaxy Quest in 99, great movie. Heartbreakers in 2001, again, you know, kind of showing that range, different type of role for her. The Village, uh, Wally, Avatar, and uh, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, and now she does a lot of like voiceover work, uh, like narration yeah. for nature specials and stuff like that. But uh, but Sigourney Weaver, when I think of like just a, uh, I guess she like out of the people that I have on my list, I feel like she kind of harkens back to some of those actresses that you had mentioned in your honorable mentions. I feel like she's got that vibe about her, just like a classy lady, straight up, no nonsense, diverse roles. Yeah. Um, she can kind of handle it. Uh, like I said, you know, she can handle franchise work and, and really knock that out of the park, which is rare. Uh, but she can also do, uh, you know, the odd role here or there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe not a traditional pick, but uh, she she makes my list. Um, Hair, what do you say? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the reason why she's doing a lot of voice work is, uh, I mean, if you look at her IMDb page, uh, she's uh, doing Avatar 2, Avatar 3. They're filming Avatar 4 and 5, um, <laughs> which are expected to drop just for the people out there. 2022, 2024, 2026, and 2028. Tentatively. So, um, tentatively. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say if we were doing this list in probably 2000. You know, going back, let's go back 20 years. She's definitely on it. Um, I think she's missing a little bit in the, in the later years. You know, some of the movies you mentioned, you know, in, in the later discussion with her, you know, I mean, listen, who doesn't love Avatar? Let's go, baby. Um, but, you know, The Village, you know, Wally, you know, as much as I love Galaxy Quest, I would say it's a good movie, but, it, you know, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, I mean, when you're talking about, you know, female hero, uh, you know, definitely, as we've talked about it with Alien, Aliens, you know, uh, Working Girl in a way, um, you know, Ghostbusters in a way. Um, I think she stands out. So I'm trying to decide about my vote right now. I would say I would put her on um, just because of the, you know, I mean, this is where it goes to like, like these. we're talking about hits here, you know, Alien, Aliens, Ghostbusters. There's a lot of good content here for um but yeah she's definitely you know she definitely has the resume she definitely has it you know even though the the oscar nominated is low sometimes i think you know there's other ways that you can show that and i mean hers are definitely in box office receipts so um yeah that's those are my thoughts hands um i have a weird kind of relationship with Sigourney Weaver and like oh, what like, happened in the way more. yeah well there's a restraining in, order back in 19 uh it's hard for me to talk about it back in 1980 before I was ever a, a thought um <laughs> no I I I think a lot like you know I she definitely does have memorable roles in like the alien and alien and ghostbuster tri- uh, trilogies um but like I think a lot of the movies that you mentioned, like Heartbreakers, I saw I think on a date in 2021 or 20 2021, 2001, and I was just like, <laughs> "Did you tell your wife about this date?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna go see a Jennifer Love Hewitt movie. She's like, "What year is it?" Um, I, you know, I, I, well, I'm not a fan of that movie. The Village, I, it's actually probably outside of Lady in the Water, like my least favorite M Night movie. Um, she's all right in it. Um. Avatar, I absolutely love, and, and Cabin in the Woods, she's in it for like the length of like a song. Um, but I'm not taking away from that. I love her cameo in that. Um, but like, whenever I think of like Sigourney Weaver, like I, I, I just feel like I, I, it goes to like those, those specific genre movies like sci-fi or, um, like I wouldn't even say comedy. I feel, and I, and that's probably based on like I, I, I feel like I haven't seen Dave. And I know that's that is a comedy, right? Is that what Kevin Klein? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Like I haven't seen Gorillas in the Mist or Working Girl. Um, I just from what I've seen her in are really just aliens, Ghostbusters, and like Avatar, like science fiction. Um, not taking away that she is great in those roles, but it, it, I guess what I've seen her range in is mainly like science fiction. I don't want to say like I haven't seen her stretch, so it's hard for me to kind of evaluate but you know like i said she's great in in all those roles i i i feel like i would could i could make a case for putting her in a top 10 for like a top five i would probably have to go no but 
you know, I'm not, I know nothing against her. I just feel like I'm only familiar with her more towards like science fiction y, um, those science fiction roles. That's fair. Uh, all right. So put it up to vote hands. You're saying no? I'm, I will. I'm saying no. Okay. Hair? I think I'm going to have to go now. Okay. And I'm actually going to go no as well. Um, you know, I, I put her on my list and I think she's, amazing for the reasons that i mentioned yeah. and that we talked about but uh just looking at some of the actresses that we have on here already and some of the ones coming up i think um you know she, i don't know that she quite hangs with those titans she might be like half a step behind yeah. in my listen eyes, so listen in 10 years when we're when we've seen all the avatar films um <laughs> she'll be right back on this list and we'll talk about what how amazing her character arc is exactly I look forward to it uh, all right, moving on. Hair, who do you have next? Yeah, so next for me, um, you know, we were talking a little bit before the pod. I think Greg had mentioned hot take. Uh, you know, we got to have some hot takes on this pod. Uh, I'm going to go Amy Adams, uh, nominated six times, uh, never has won yet. Um, she's been in uh, films such as Vice uh, in the last couple of years, uh, Arrival in 2016, which uh, I know Greg knows uh, slaps because he was doing his Danny dive before Dune. Um, and I think she's great in that. American Hustle, you know, that's one of those films where it was like, I, I, I liked it when I watched it, but then like, when was the last time you had an American Hustle conversation with anybody? Um, so, but she's, she's solid in that. The Master 2012, I think she stands out in that as well, even though I don't think she's the best part of the movie. Uh, the fighter, I think she was nominated for this. And, you know, again, another one where it's like hindsight, like, you know, when was the last time you had a fighter conversation? Um, doubt, uh, great in that, along with uh, Meryl and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, Enchanted, another, she got the Disney, you know, on the resume. Um, Disenchanted's coming out. Uh, looking forward to it. The wife introduced it to me, I think last year, maybe, or during the pandemic. Really fun movie. Uh, it's a good time for any age. Uh, Talladega Nights. Um, just I threw this on here just because it's just wild to me, and a little cameo in the office. I think Jim should have went this route, uh, <laughs> you know, and dated uh, her character. Um, listen, she she didn't have it all there, but uh, it's you know it's better than than chasing uh, you know some girl around who's, who's got a boyfriend for many years. So I mean, who has it? You know what I mean? Who has it? But not not the coolest look. Um, so I you know I will I will put out the reservations there. Probably doesn't have the entire resume here, but, you know, I would say when Amy Adams is in a movie um, and I would say it's been tough the past couple of years because I feel like there's a lot of things recently that I didn't mention because either I haven't seen it or I didn't love it. Um, so I would like to see her do another prestige thing or something that, you know, really, really puts her strengths to the uh, to the test there for it. So uh, all that there. Um, Papa, what are your what are your thoughts on Amy? No Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman? Listen, I'm not mentioning <laughs> I know, that's what I thought. I'm like, wait a minute. I was Listen, like, whoa, I got to save something for you guys. Listen, I can't throw everything <laughs> out. If you want to mention her performance as Lois Lane for five, where she shows up for a cup of coffee, that's fine actually, to get the paycheck. So I do think, actually, out of those movies, I do think in Man of Steel, she was okay. I don't think it was like a standout yeah, performance I'll by any means. I'll give you that. I'll but, give you that. Um, so, you know, out of the movies that you listed, uh, I think that she's pretty good in them. Um, I think similar, though, to Sigourney Weaver, I just don't see her standing up to a lot of the people that we have. And that's why yeah. I say, oh, I, I think this is kind of a hot take because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like 
Meryl Streep and Kathy Bates and Kate Winslet <laughs> and Amy Adams. And it's like, yeah. mm, that just doesn't fit really. But, um, you know, hey, I, listen, I think it's, it, look, it's not like it's out of the realm, you know, I, yeah. I, again, like you said, maybe 10 years from now, she's got some more uh, hits on her hands and we know that she has the chops like uh, arrival. Yeah. And yeah arrival. arrival was the most recent film of hers that I watched. Um, uh, or I should say I, I watched it most recently um, and I loved her in that. I thought she was spectacular. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's I think it's a little too early to to put her on like a top five of all time list. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes, you know, and I mean, I, I know we do, we talk about all the time when we do our list, you know, behind the curtain. But it's like sometimes the fave five and the top five, the lines yeah. blur a little bit where it's like, yeah. I like this actress and everything. And she's probably a favorite of mine. But she's also like, I think she could be in that top five conversation. So, yeah, I had her at number five for anybody, you know, who cares at home. So um, she was just on the outside when I was making my list. Hands, what do you think about double A? Um, I'll, I mean, I'll just get this out of the way. I, I agree with Greg where I don't <laughs> think that she's had enough. Like, I, I feel like when, whatever she's in, she kills it. I mean, even like the office, it's such a small role. I don't agree. Jim should have went with Karen, but that's a, a discussion for another day. Well, um, by Karen, the way, real, yeah. real quick, I, I cannot remember her in the office. I keep thinking of her as Isla Fisher's character with the handbags. That is her. Oh, that is Amy Adams. That is, yeah, yes. that is. Yeah, that's, 80, oh, that's well, Amy. She Adams. shows up okay. the, with like the fire uh, drill one uh, where they're outside playing the game. And did Michael that's, give that's her a Amy cappuccino Adams. machine or something, too? maybe yeah i think so (laughs) yeah it's been a while yeah i'm not an office head like ann ratty um (laughs) um but yeah i mean i I, you left out the muppets which is such a a, oh yeah great movie i can't i'm not gonna list every imdb movie we'll be here all night you guys throw out what you like i'm not (laughs) gonna list them all lois lane and the muppets got it yeah (laughs) greg's all of a sudden reconsidering um (laughs) no no yeah, I, I actually watched her the one movie on Netflix, um, Hillbilly Elegy, which um, oh not bad. yeah, it's a good movie. Glenn yeah. Co- Glenn Close was great in it. Um, yeah. I you know, um, I I feel like that's the, I think that was the only role that was like nominated for a Razzie and and uh, like an Oscar like together. So <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't put. I would like to see where she's at in 10, 15 years. I feel like she's heading in the right direction of kind of being in that in that conversation. But um, I wouldn't necessarily say now she's in the top top of the list. All right. So putting it to an official vote, I'm going to say no uh, hair. I'm going to say yes, just because she's on my list. Otherwise, I'd say no. (laughs) All right. And hands? No. All right. See you later, Miss Adams. Uh, (laughs) But we'll we'll talk in 10. Have Superman Uh, catch your fall, loser. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right, hands. Who you got for us? Um, I think this is the last one that I have that isn't shared yeah. by uh, everyone else. Um, it's shared by me. It's shared by you, but I think like yeah, everything yeah. else is like I think I'm out the rest of the the, the show. Um, Charlie Theron. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here in silence. Charlie Theron. Um, I didn't realize that like how far back. Like I like like I feel like I feel like she's. I feel like she's an actress that should be like sixty because I feel like she's always been around. But like she's still like kind of fairly young. Like I feel like she has like a long, long career ahead. But like you look at some of the movies that did that she's done, Monster, which is 
like outside of movies that I saw her after like some of the movies that like 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 a couple years after came out like she is horrifying in that in that role and she like transforms like so like it it's it's terrifying um and then like it, we talk about range she does a lot of superhero-ish type action movies um as much as I don't consider it as I I think it's a little overrated she's great in um Mad Max Fury Road um is Furiosa I don't think she's in the sequel. Am I correct in assuming uh, that? It's going to be, be a yeah. It's going to be a it's prequel like a, of yeah. I forget who was doing Furiosa. it. Anya yeah. Taylor Joy. Yeah, my girl. Yeah, mm. she'll be on yeah. my next list. Don't worry about it. Love her. Okay, Day five sure. in there. <laughs> sure. And Florence Pugh. Um, Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Um, but I, I think that she has like you know you go to look at like movies like Monster. Um, she does Fury Road. Um, she can also she like jumps into comedy. Um, with the two examples that I'll think of are season three of Rest Development, which her storyline is the most uncomfortable, funny, funniest storyline I've ever seen on TV. Um, it's great when she pops up. Um, if, if you know, you know, um, she's in like the first half of season three. Um, and A Million Ways to Die in the West, which is a very extremely underrated comedy. And she's fantastic in it. I'd stop. I don't shake your head. It it's is properly rated. No, it's not. It it is. If we did top ten comedies, this would be on there. Dude, get out of here! No, I'm not. Well, I'm we not did, joking. We did Fate Five, and you didn't have it on <laughs> because five. I think I said five. Top I don't 10. remember the honorable <laughs> mention. I don't remember the honorable. No, mention. this I like. I think I forgot about it. But this is like when I think about it. It is such a funny movie. I like. You can no, whatever. I'm not. This isn't the million ways to die in the West podcast. <laughs> um, but I, I think like, and I, I actually saw um, half of the that bombshell um, with her in it, Margot Robbie and Nicole Kidman. Um, but I, I think she has like a ton of range, and I think like she, like just she's another one who does a lot. Like I feel like she has so much fun with her roles, and I think that when actors or actors, actors and actresses do that. I think it, it adds a lot to their characters. Like you can tell in the Fast Eight and Fast Nine. Well, I didn't see Fast Eight, but Fast Nine. Like you know, like those kind of roles that she, they they must really love doing. And I feel like she's a like, as much as I didn't like Fast Nine, she was a standout in it. I'm sure she was better in Fast Eight. I'm sure you guys can vouch for me on that one. But um, yeah, um, the little clips I've seen on YouTube that I watched to piece everything together, she was pretty good in. Um, Atomic Blonde is a very. I feel like that that got a lot of hate. Um, it was a great action movie. No, I I've seen a lot of people like online like give it a lot of like stink. Um, Probably I don't agree with them. Were trash. Yeah, I think it's a, a fantastic movie. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's my my Charlie's pitch. Um, Harry, I know you had her on your list, so I know there's some movies that I left out that you had uh that you had included. I think it was just one movie. Um, that was no. Uh, listen, I, I just I always love when we're talking about the prestige and the top five, and Chris is like season three or season one of rest development. Season three, season watch no, because you know what? I I uh, like I, that I, Arrested Development's turned into like background music for me. If I'm if I'm doing something else, I'll put it on, and I feel like every time the first like like season three starts and it gets like the British storyline. I, I like it's one of my favorite parts because it's just like so uncomfortably funny, but yeah, you know, I Listen, don't want to uh, too much into it. My arrested development podcast. 
one of uh you know one of the movies i mentioned i think it was an honorable mention for me for Faye five comedies was long shot um you know she's absolutely uh incredible in that to me um she really stands out she really show it really shows the desire of Charlize in that movie um and she she kills it um tully and young adult i think this is the um i forget the writer's name i'll look it up as we talk but those two movies there um you know she really goes for the performances there they're pretty dark um you know movies in a way i think uh, diablo cody is the writer i'm talking about um i think jason reitman directed both of those if i'm not mistaken too as well um atomic blonde as chris mentioned um you know people call it the female john wick uh, i think it's better than most of the john wick movies um if i'm being honest about it um and then yeah she absolutely steals mad max fury road uh the movie's called mad max and everybody came out of that movie and like Charlize killed it in that um and you know i think she she won an oscar in 2004 you know uh for monster and i mean i know she was in some things before that like the italian job she has a role in and mighty joe young i think she was uh she yeah was also yep. in. she was in that um, i forgot i honestly so forgot like, all about that yeah so like yeah i mean this is what this is what chris was mentioning i think a little bit with like you know she feels like she's been around for a while um but I feel as though like her best work is ahead of her. And I feel as though, you know, the last few years and the last couple of movies shows it. So definitely uh, one should be nominated for, for my list. Greg. Yeah. Um, I had her on my honorable mentions also. I think she's a tremendous actress. Um, very, she's a chameleon, you know, she, uh, whatever role she's in, she sinks her teeth into and, most times ends up chewing up the scenery in a good way. Like you can't yeah. take your eyes off her or her, her performance, uh, regardless of genre or, or the role or whatever. Um, happy that you mentioned young adult. I forgot about that movie, but she was really, really solid in that. Yeah. Movie. Really, uh, really upsetting character, but uh, yeah, really good in it. Right. I, I did not. I actually did not see that, but was that the movie with Patton Oswalt? Isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, um yeah good good stuff all around i think you guys uh hit the nails on the head with that um trying to think if there's anything else that i saw her in that uh that i think oh you know what i mean it wasn't like a huge role but uh she played kind of like a stone cold b in uh in prometheus as uh, a yes, captain vickers yeah. uh and so you know again that's just another bit of range for her where she was kind of the take no nonsense captain of the crew prometheus wasn't she also the villain in yeah wasn't she also (laughs) the villain in the um will smith movie the um superhero movie hancock Hancock. yeah hancock yeah yeah she was i don't remember i remember her being in it i don't remember if she was the villain or not yeah i don't i don't see many will smith movies uh (laughs) yeah well we know I will that say Richard uh, though. I will say you know what I'll funny funny about say, Han- yeah. Oh, yeah. funny about Hancock. Uh it does have the uh, my one of my J- uh best five actors in Jason Bateman. Jesus connecting there, yeah, it all together. There you go. <laughs> Tying it all around. Hot takes, hot takes. Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's put uh um Charlize up for vote. Uh Harry, what are you saying? I say yes for me. Hands? Yes. And I'm going to say yes as well. I mean, I think she deserves to be in that that convo. So Charlize going on the list. All right. Uh, next up. Uh, who was that? That, that was yours, hair. That, that was uh, that was that was hands. That was hands. OK, so we're going to circle back to me then. And my final pick, which is Francis McDormand. 
Uh, Oscar nominated seven times, three times for supporting, three times for lead, and once as a producer. Uh, she won four times, uh, uh, once as lead for Fargo, once as lead for Three Billboards, and she won for lead and producer for Nomadland, which is the first time an actress was nominated mm. for acting and producing for the same film. So making a little bit of history there. And then uh, she was Emmy nominated three times and won twice for lead and producer for Olive Kittredge. Um, oh, yeah. Some, yeah. Mov- some movies, uh, you know, that she was known for Blood Simple, Raising Arizona, Fargo, of course, the big one. She was uh, great as the mom and almost famous. Uh, City by the Sea, not a movie a lot of people talk about, but I really enjoy that movie. I think it's mm. good. Uh, Something's Got to Give, Burn After Reading. Um, Transformers Dark of the Moon. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but yeah. How is Moonrise. she how is she not nominated for that? <laughs> <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom, uh, Hail Caesar, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Isle of Dogs, and of course Nomad Land, uh, most recently. Um, for me, Francis, when I see her in a role, I don't see Francis McDormand. I see just the character. And I guess you could say yeah. that about a lot of the people that we're talking about anyway, but it really is like she talk about getting buy-in from me like she just disappears and it's it's whoever she is she's playing um and i i also think that you know she doesn't she's i don't want to say i don't want this to come off the wrong way but like you know some of the people on our list have movie star good looks i don't think she has that she's she's a good looking person but you know not not conventional hollywood like long blonde hair and you know, perfection and all of that stuff. So yeah. it helps that she's she's got a more realistic look and vibe about her. And I think that helps with her roles also. Um, you know, we we had mentioned with Charlize in Monster, you know, she kind of took stripped that away and it really helped her with the character. But yeah. Francis is uh not not comparing her to Monster, obviously, but uh but Francis has uh you know just a great look that helps her blend in with uh the characters that she plays so yeah i mean i i just think she's absolutely tremendous um i think behind meryl streep probably one of the most recognized ladies in the modern era um for sure so what do you guys think i i would probably go when you said like you don't see francis mcdormand in roles like you kind of see her character it's mm-hmm. so funny that like i, I feel like when like even before like Nomadland, like she was in a lot of movies that I've seen. And I don't think I really rec- like realized that like, fr- I didn't recognize that she was in transfers dark of the moon. I, I, and to be honest, I don't remember a lot of that movie, which is probably for the best, <laughs> but like movies like burn after reading um, like, you know, Coen brothers and Wes Anderson films. Like I don't necessarily remember her being in them, but I know she was. And you know, like I, I actually a couple movies I like in the past year, like I rewatched like Almost Famous, which she's great in. Um, that's a, it's such a great movie. Yeah, um, I love that movie. Mrs. Pettigrew lives for a day. Uh, that that showed up on TV the other day, and I was like, that was why I watched. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I, I watched like maybe like 15, 20 minutes of it because I, I think I saw like the first one or whatever, and I'm like, oh, bad movie. Um, but then like you know, Moonrise Kingdom is is a is a great movie. Hell Caesar, I, I don't think it, I think it, it's not the Coen Brothers' best movie, um, but there's a lot of really good performances in it, um, and you know she's included. I have not seen Nomadland. Um, I um, I've been wanting to go and check it out ever since it you know it won um, won the Oscars. So I'll probably I the next that's couple streaming months, I'll on check Hulu it out. also. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
Um, but you know, she I, I she works with a lot of directors that I like, like the the Coen Brothers and um, Wes Anderson. I feel like she's been in like four or five different Wes Anderson movies. She's going to be in the French Dispatch, which is which is good. Um, so I'll see her soon and whatever, um, whenever that comes out. But um, yeah, I, I I think like she deserves to kind of be up there with you know a, like Meryl Streep um like kind of s like level like kind of an elite actress level but um yeah her her what are your thoughts on on uh Francis? yeah which which coen brothers she married to do you guys know off the top of your head uh i didn't know any uh, of them um but i could find that out so i thought you don't know, know joel she... and ethan keller no i, I don't know she was married to any of them yeah i didn't know oh, that yeah. either yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, she, uh, yeah, look it up for me real quick. But I'm yeah, I mean, her early work is definitely, I mean, you know, part of the reason why I think the Coen brothers, you know, not only because they make great films, but also because they become is because of her work, you know, with Blood Simple, Raising Arizona and Fargo. Fargo was one of the early movies I saw, you know, when you're doing the the history deep dive of like trying to understand film and just absolutely love Fargo. Shout out to the TV series as well. Um, you know, burn after reading, uh, plays, you know, a wonky character in that. Um, but I think everybody does in that movie. Uh, so yeah. that's a fun one. Um, if you haven't revisited it in a while, uh, moonrise kingdom, you know, she's, she's part of that, you know, Wes Anderson world, you know, we were talking about with, excuse me, French dispatch, um, solid and hail Caesar, um, three billboards. I, I didn't love the movie. She was good in it, but you know, it didn't really care for the movie, uh, for me. And Nomadland, while I did enjoy the movie, it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Uh, it didn't really do it for me. I, I felt Nomadland was fine. Um, you know, I don't, I don't use that. You know, sometimes I use my fine as like doesn't really matter. Uh, but you know, it's a, it's a solid flick. Um, so for me, which one did you find it, Chris? No, I'm gonna have it in one You're second. Still looking? It's okay. Yeah. Um, so, but I would also say, really, really, obviously, very, very, very excited for the tragedy of Macbeth. Um, which should be coming out later this year with her and Denzel um, yeah. directed by Joel Cohen, which if I had to take a guess, which Joel. Joel yeah. So, um, you know, may, it might be some, you know, his work with a great filmmaker, but Hey man, I mean, listen, you do what you got to do to, to get, uh, you know, uh, in those prominent roles. So working with a great director or great directors um, definitely, you know, doesn't hurt your chances of being on a top five list. So um yeah. So yeah, those are my thoughts on Francis. But yeah, I would definitely say she has the pedigree to be on this list. And you know, if you haven't seen any of the early work uh, with the Coens, like Blood Simple, Arizona, Raising Arizona, and Fargo, uh, definitely see it because I think people think it nowadays it's like, oh, Francis McDormand, the you know, she's gonna you know be the same in every movie, which I think she kind of gets held to with uh, you know some of the later work. Um, watch those early ones, and you'll definitely see a different person. I'm going to challenge you on Nomad Land <laughs> because I think she really <sighs> uh she she was legit in that movie. You know, that that was one of the movies I thought for me she just she was that character. Yeah, um, but like can name me another actor in that movie. Mm, I can't. Well, some of those were real people. Yeah, I know, to. but I just yeah. I like that's where like the movie like I think stands out a little bit more from the actor for me of just doing stuff like that, of putting real people in it and telling real stories, you know, from it. So I think the movie is a little bit better than the performance to me, but yeah, listen, I, I you know, no harm, no foul. I think, I think it's a solid performance for sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's let, Oh, hands. 
Sorry, I, I I don't know if you guys watch Saturday Night Live anymore or have you in the past like yeah. year or two. I mean, yeah, um, watch the clips. What's her name? Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live does a fantastic Frances McDormand impression like after she won for Nomadland. Um, I would recommend checking out, if you haven't seen it, um, the Sketch Uli's show. And um, yeah, if you're a Frances McDormand fan, you'll you'll really love that skit because it's phenomenal. I do remember that, and it yeah, it definitely stands out. So she, she Kate say. McKinnon plays that, and uh, and Pete Davidson plays uh, Steve Buscemi. Yes. So, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, let's put Francis up to a vote. Uh, I'm gonna say yay. Uh, Hans, how about you? Go to Harry first. I'm 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 kind of like on a, on a fence right now. Um, so yeah. Harry. Yeah, I'll okay. say yeah. Well, wow, I think you were gonna answer that quick. Um, <laughs> No, I, I I would agree. Um, looking at her resume, um, I would say yeah. I, I I think there's definitely a solid case to kind of put her on like the top two or three. Okay. Uh, all right, cool. So she makes the list. Moving on, uh, Hair, we have one last pick from you. Yeah. And hands, all yours are done. Well, listen. Listen, that's what happens sometimes with these lists. Uh, no, that yeah. Know, I mean, so, that means we uh, universally yeah. agree. Yeah. Yeah. So my last nomination uh, is Kate Blanchett. Um, I believe, Chris, you mentioned her for your honorable mentions. Yes. Um, nominated seven times, four for leading, three for supporting. She's won twice, one for leading with, with Blue Jasmine and one for supporting with The Aviator. Um, some recent film work that she's been in, Ocean's 8, which, you know, not as good as the Ocean's 11 movies, but, um, you know, it's, it's, a solid, it's a solid heist movie, as my wife would say, if you enjoy those. Uh, another wife pick, uh, Thor Ragnarok, um, absolutely loves that film. I, you know, I, there's always trouble with Marvel villains where it's like, sometimes you just don't get enough to do, but I thought, I thought she was a solid villain in it. Um, also 2015's Carol. If you haven't seen that, that's a, it's a really, really, uh, quiet, slow film, but uh, a really good one. Uh, obviously we talked a little bit about blue Jasmine, a film. I don't think it's a lot of love. Um, Hannah from 2011, um, I think she's really good in that um, as well as that's a really good film. If you haven't seen it, um, you know, talked a little bit about the aviator. Um, I think she's a, she's a solid standout in that she obviously won for it. Um, and then obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but any, any Lord of the Rings movie uh, she is going to be found in it. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it up to you guys to discuss some other films. Maybe that stand out to you, but um you know, I think she makes a, a good case to be on there. You know, it could be something for me. You know, again, I'll admit it. You know, maybe let's see what happens in the next five years because I think her later couple of years resume. But I mean, I feel like that for almost everybody we talk about with the pandemic and everything makes it tough to kind of judge the last three to four years. Um, but uh, hands, what are your thoughts? I know you mentioned her a little bit earlier. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I, I thought I, I dove in a little too much. I didn't realize that she I think I, I thought she was on an honorable mention. It didn't, um, didn't hurt my feelings. OK. Well, good. Um, I know just, you know, I, as I said earlier, like, I, I think that, um, you know, she is a, like a, a wide, a wide resume. Um, I'm always going to know her from like Lord of the Rings movies. I haven't seen a lot of her outside of like science fiction or fantasy. Um, like I haven't seen Carol. Um, Blue Jasmine, I think I, I, I'm thinking about it. I think I did see Blue Jasmine. Um, I'm trying to think that's Woody Allen movie, right? Did I yes. make that up? I yes. have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. What was the last um, time we had a Woody Allen conversation? I'm not, sure. not lately. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I, I think, um, I think I remember seeing that. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna, you know, repeat what I said earlier with some of her stuff. Um, yeah. her best role is gonna be Lord yeah, of the he Rings, and and her little, um, little uh, cameo in Hot Fuzz. So, <laughs> um, Greg, Papa. yeah, what are your thoughts? No one wants to bring up Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Nope. <laughs> Where she nah, was a good. yeah, she was crazy, crazy villain. Uh, one of the, wor- yeah, one of the worst characters in one of the worst <laughs> movies ever. Kate Blanchett. Um, she I like her in what I've seen, but I haven't seen much, to be honest. Like, mm, okay. uh, I've seen the Lord of the Rings series. I've, I've seen, you know, Thor Ragnarok, but I haven't seen the hits real. Yeah, no, I haven't. Like Blue Jasmine, I mean, I want to go see it now. Uh, and Carol, I guess, because you guys are talking about it. I do have The Aviator on my uh, queue in HBO Max. Um, but I haven't seen yep. these movies. So I just, I, I don't have enough to comment on. I mean, yeah, she's a great Galadriel, but like, I, I can't, I'm not going to put her in a top five actresses. And I will be a beautiful that. queen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Loved by all and feared um so yeah i mean that's that's my take on kate kate blanchett i mean she certainly has the credentials based on you know uh awards nominations and wins and and everything but uh I, I don't know also also in the underrated um robin hood with russell crowe oh Yep, I enjoyed that. I yeah. you have no idea how much I enjoyed Properly that silence rated. after I said that. <laughs> I'm was so that, happy. Uh, was that Ridley Scott? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Chris, sometimes I yes, think sir. you're a six a 55 year old dad who's sat on the couch and like is flipping through the the <laughs> Comcast or Verizon, whatever cable company you got, and is like, oh, Robin Hood's on. I'll check this out. Nah, man, I saw pretty Robin solid, Hood. Pretty I solid. Saw Robin, I saw Robin Hood opening weekend. Yeah, well, that makes more sense for it. So, all right, well, let's get to the voting with uh, Kate here. So, um, Hare, what are you going to say? I'm going to say yes, um, but I do have a little bit of reservations with, you know, obviously her being the last pick, not her fault. But right. um, yeah, I uh, I'm going to say yes, but you know, you could convince me otherwise. And in the top five, I'm saying no. Okay, that's, that's why she's honorable mention for me. And I'm going to say no as well, just because, again, I don't have enough of a, a flavor yeah, for her. No argument there. All right. So that brings us to our top five list, uh, da, which da, actually da. has six people on it. Hey, now. <laughs> so we've this got happened Kathy last time. Ba- yes, it did. We've got justice uh, for Ka- Christopher Nolan. Hashtag. <laughs> we've got Kathy Bates, uh, Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, Kate Winslet, Charlize Theron and Francis McDormand. So who doesn't make the cut, boys? Mm. All right. I'm throwing my my uh, name out. I'm going to say Kathy Bates. We get rid of her only because I feel like I feel like she is like I said, she's I feel like she's more of a supporting character in a lot of movies. Mm. I feel like the other char- other characters, the other actresses have carried their own movies for pretty much. They might not have a bigger resume. But I feel like they they their names are like a lot of people are going to run out to a Charlie Starr movie or Meryl Streep movie. No one's going to be like, hey, man, you want to go catch that new that new Bates movie. So. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Shots fired. Kathy Bates is sitting at home being like, what did I do? Um, Sorry. I, honestly, Chris, before I was hoping you would you would say it. But, yeah, that would be my nomination as well. 
I mean, I think Viola, Francis, Merrill, you know, Kate are pretty much locks for me. You could maybe make the case for Charlize if you wanted to, Greg, since I, you know, I know, but I feel as though that, you know, hers is just a little bit shy. Kathy yeah, Bates, um, sorry. I, I would have gone Charlize to eliminate just because uh, I feel mm. like um, she, well, I mean, she has been around, but she, I feel like she didn't start digging in until a little later in her career. Um, yeah. So she, she well, I mean, the, sorry, no, I was just going to say awards wise, it, it's pretty similar. One, they've each won one Oscar, you know, uh, Charlize has been nominated three times. Kathy's four. I mean, Kathy obviously has the Emmys, but I mean, one thing we didn't talk about, I mean, it, not that it, cause we're talking about acting is Charlize right. has done some producing with things um, mm-hmm. as well. So, but I mean, I think that's also part of like, just, you know, today's world of, you know, letting women do more things, right. um, you know, for that. So, but yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to ride for Charlize. So, um, but no, I know that's you're going to ride for Kathy. Yeah. And hands you're voting off Kathy as well. Yes. Okay. All right. So we got our, yeah, we got our top five actresses here. We got Meryl Streep, Viola Davis, Kate Winslet, Charlize Theron, and Frances McDormand. Mm. How you boys feeling about that? I like it. I love it. I do too. I think that's a pretty, pretty, listen, no love for anyone pre 1960. It's fine. (laughs) I'll sleep fine tonight. You savages. I liked Faye Ray in King Kong. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> shocking you, you've seen a 1930s king kong movie yes i know sorry sorry um, I, I i missed out the i missed out on faye worthington in 1926 uh <laughs> silent movies where's fanny Stop butterfat at Stop fanny, fanny, <laughs> wait what did he say butterfat or butter fanny, yeah fanny butterfat <laughs> yep Uh, (laughs) all right so uh thank you all for tuning in or listening as always um uh by all means please let us know who your top five actresses are uh we would love to hear and you can uh hit us up on our socials at ps live spicy on twitter or uh you know leave us a comment on any of our myriad of instagram facebook twitter posts or youtube uh spotify obviously can't leave a comment but shoot us one anyway uh itunes leave us a review uh harry you got anything for the peeps yeah i was gonna say uh you know study up on your film history you know any movies uh you know i feel like we missed out on the hepburn ladies Catherine and audrey um you know as far as you know not getting any love on this episode uh chris rolls his eyes because he's uh not a child of, of cinema he's a child of uh of uh the movies as they say um so yeah but yeah definitely i'm the the 55 year old man that that sits on the couch the 55 year old dad on the couch turns on tnt there it is the movie robin hood robin hood (laughs) and you're just there he's a tcm man yeah listen (laughs) turn a classic baby let's go i've watched shawshank Um, redemption more times because it's on tv so oh there it is again good old shawshank listen to this um so yeah but yeah that's all i got for the peeps is uh you know watch a watch a classic film this week or you know yeah. in the next two weeks that we talk so that's a that's a really you'll really take. get an enjoyment out of it uh hands anything for the peeps no i actually and uh, i'll i'll be in contact with you uh around this i, I want to see if you want to um write a comic book character by the name of fanny butterfat oh, um <laughs> Absolutely, we'll make it happen. It'll be the a next, 90s, uh, a nineteen. Oh, that's a nineteen twenties 
actress slash superhero. Cannot you wait. boys have fun. <laughs> you boys have fun. All right. Well, that's it for us. We will see you guys in two weeks. And as always, live spicy. Spicy. <laughs>